Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a moment to thank Avinity Media for help putting the Alpha Club podcast on. Be sure to check out featured artist Mizzy Mans and his latest single, Nebula, streaming now on every major platform. Now I want show like this. Diamonds all on my wrist. And I might have to kick a full while, but maybe one day they will hear my You can find our Instagram at, at Alpha Club Podcast. In our Instagram bio, you'll also find a link tree to all of our other socials and our latest episode. Don't yell at me. (laughs) Okay. I have traveled far and wide. Yes. Across oceans, mountains, forests, jungles, and swamps to be here, Stephen. That you have. I, I actually can say that real this time. Nothing about Tibetan monks. There was just a lot of um, foreign people who didn't really understand me. You'll have that on those big jobs. But not a lot of people understand me. Yeah, I don't think it's the foreign part. Nope, just the everything else. Yeah. So John just got back from a uh, trip to um, Japan, the wonderful island of the rising sun. Yes, yes. Where uh, um, he was constantly was it thirteen hours or twelve hours? Fourteen and fourteen hours in the future. Yeah, yeah. He he wouldn't give me any lottery numbers though, so I didn't win any money. I was playing phone tag with everybody, bro. And you know what? Not talking to people was fucking awesome. Oh, I bet, dude. Honestly, taking like a month off of talking dude, to... Dude, I had nothing to worry about except like what I was eating for dinner and like when I had to be up for work. Yeah, that's not bad. Although the, the jet lag, like, fucked me, bro. Yeah, you know what? I was uh, going to tell you uh, because you didn't drive immediately down here I after drove you to, got back. I drove three hours, though. Right, so... I was going to say to you that you should have just like stuck it out and got here because the jet lag probably wouldn't have set in as bad. Yeah. That that quickly. I had to go see some people. Right, right. Which is understandable and I get for sure. Um not questioning that there, but I was going to suggest that to you, but it seemed like you already had a pretty solid plan and I wasn't going to Yeah. Gonna well, it was not plan. solid at all, but uh here in the Alpha Club we like to get right into it. So Steven and I can hash our long-distance relationship out another time, but <laughs> I know people have been asking, so I'm going to go over a quick Japan recap, and yeah, then yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. My new favorite drink combo is ramen and a whiskey soda. Mm. Um, they do, like, they call them, like, the, the uh, Suntory highballs, and it's just, like, whiskey and club soda. Hmm. Um, right next to my hotel, there was a really small ramen shop. There was actually a couple... Uh, the ramen broth is just basically watered-down soy sauce. That's pretty cool. That's black ramen, though, not, like, normal ramen. There's a difference. There is. I'm out of breath again. <laughs> and it's it's super hot when they bring it out, so when you Breathe, order... Breathe, darn you! <laughs> so when you order, like, the whiskey and soda, the whiskey and soda, bro, the salty broth with, like, the cold whiskey is, like, mm-hmm. actually really nice. Um, And I love ramen chops in Japan because, like, I don't like people, and yep. they just sit you against the wall, and this... Brave motherfucker sat me in front of a map, bro. <laughs> I was there for like an hour and a half, just staring at, just staring at, of, of which I understood fucking nothing. <laughs> right. Uh, did a lot of drinking in Japan. I had to 
is it wrong of me to say storm the beaches? Um, it's been a hundred. It's years, been a hundred years, so I think uh, um, I think we're good. Storm the beaches of the bars of Tokyo, um, from Rapungi to Shibuya to Shinjuku, which are just different places in Tokyo. Um, don't miss the train, <laughs> uh, because when you miss the train, you end up at a nightclub and leaving a nightclub in Tokyo and seeing the sun was a huge mental hurdle for me. Oh, I fucking bet too. Cause we, we left the club and we ran into some Irish girls who were, cause we were looking for our friend. Um, they were also looking for their friend and they're like, I'm going to do an Irish accent here. Oh, they're God. like, they're like, fuck, we can't fuck. We can't fucking find them. Oh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. You lads want to go get some ramen. <laughs> and I was like, Sure. Was it nothing. that deep, or was it w- the one this? girl? The one girl was much deeper, and I was like, "Oh, like, what are you guys doing in Japan?" And they're like, "We're here to be translators, teach a little <laughs> bit of English." That was the bet. That's a good act. Translators be- teach a bit of English, and I said, "I need a translator to speak to you." Like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. But we got ramen. We, then we hashed some stuff out about the IRA. Mm. They actually did give me a fun fact because you see that the IRA threatened uh, the president on his trip. To yeah, Ireland. yeah, I did say that. Yeah. So the IRA you see now is a bunch of like, kind of like what our like American neo Nazis like mm, they're okay. they're yeah. just a joke. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's that was unfortunate to hear, but yeah. So then we left the ramen shop and the fucking sunlight was out. And I was like, God damn. Um. Yeah. Was that a Friday night into Saturday or was that a Saturday night into Friday, Sunday? Saturday into Sunday. Whew. Um. If you don't think you can fit on that train, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that they will pack you in there. Like I swear to God, the conductor had like a stick, <laughs> and he was just yeah. Um, I bummed cigs off people from five different countries in one night, mm. and I feel like that deserves some form of like a million non redeemable fake bonus points. Have you ever seen the movie Unfinished Business? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, it's a Vince Vaughn movie, mm. it's a classic Vince Vaughn movie. I do too. love Vince Vaughn. Um, with uh. With the is it Dave Franco the brother the little more I never know which Franco is Frank is the, the okay well, the, the brother one. the little brother was it um, was he the one in the interview No that's the that's the older brother so the other one yeah okay so, so the other one um he's in it I forget who else is in it uh but they it was like a work trip that they did in in Germany but one night they had they were drinking with a whole bunch of people like celebrating and uh, they it was like a montage of them drinking with like people from probably like seven different countries. Mm. They're in it. And the entire time that you were talking right now, that's all that's I could all picture you were in my of. head. Um, I had a moment where a Japanese person like spoke my own name to me and I thought I was like tripping on acid. <laughs> <laughs> like, because when you're in Japan and in, in Tokyo, a lot of people at least try to speak English because a lot of them want to learn it. Mm-hmm. So they would prefer you to speak English with them. Yeah. Um, I was like, look, we were looking for a bar and we didn't know. It's kind of hard to tell at face value what's a bar and what's not a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like speaking out loud and then you just hear, hey, you guys looking for a bar? <laughs> and I turned around and it was just a super Japanese dude. And he's like, oh yeah, there's one uh, down the street, go up. And we're like, fucking, that took me off. It set me back a little bit. Yeah. Um, a bunch of Japanese people told me I had really big muscles. And then I flexed, and they all went fucking crazy, bro. 
that was probably I've like never been more gassed in my life. Oh, and I then bet. I, th- yeah. I thought they were making fun of me, and the, but then one of them turned around a picture and it was Captain America, and he's like, "You, you," and he kept saying, "You, John, Captain America, very cool." And I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I'm God right now." Yeah, bro. I was gonna say reality check. Stepping back into the states. Yeah, during the king's coronation, I found a British bar in Tokyo and ordered a pint of Guinness and drank it in front of the gathering of redcoats. Like a true fucking American. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah, Starbucks Reserve. So in Japan, they have these places place called Starbucks Reserve. Mm-hmm. It's only in Japan. Um, it's like a five floor Starbucks. You can get like pizza and lasagna there. I I say I would tell you to try their prosciutto focaccia flatbread. They also sell liquor. Very expensive. <laughs> it's a Starbucks, but it's I take everything you know about Starbucks. And just throw it out. That's like a Japanese thing to do with just about anything, I feel like. Yeah, like the first floor is like coffee and food. Second floor is tea. Third floor is more coffee and seating. Fourth floor is alcohol. Yeah. But that was basically my trip to Japan in a nutshell. I did a lot of studying for the Alpha Club. I went re-listened to a bunch of episodes so I could put myself through the same torture that you guys go through. (laughs) At least once a week. Yeah. What was it that uh, someone someone told us? <laughs> someone wrote, wrote into the show here. They wasted so much money on a stamp. <laughs> they mentioned to me that instead of guessing when like we talk about random like current yeah. events or like historical facts, that instead of guessing, I think they were referring to specifically. Here we go. I forget. But, <laughs> here we go. Um, that we do. You should either look things up. Or just like not talk about it at all. We don't know what we're talking about. Like, what's the fun in that though? <laughs> fuck you. Like, I'm gonna yeah. talk about what I want. We yeah. learn here on the Alpha Club. Yeah, we love you, but fuck you. We st- we've stated that since day one. We just we're here to learn, bro. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I don't, I learn something new every time I'm on here. Whether it's about myself, about John, or it's about the world. <laughs> Information you probably didn't need to or want to know about. Or no, yeah. But welcome back to the Alpha Club podcast. It's your host John and Steven. and I think we're gonna get right into it. Well, you definitely already said that we're going to get right into it. No, but I just had to hash that out so nobody nobody asks. Yeah. So that else. that's been that's been last the last month, month of my life. Yeah. yeah. So the last episode that you guys heard was right before I I flew out like three days later. Yeah, like right before he left for Japan. He's been there for a month, and now we are officially back. I actually, when I was listening back to a bunch of episodes, we talked about the move. In like episode five. I know, I know. And now it's about like episode 19 almost? 19, this is 19, this yeah. is 19. And yeah. we are officially in down down here. Down yonder. Yeah, so this is this is new, you know? Steve yeah. and I are like, we live together again, that's great. Yeah, we're, we live together again, woo! Woo, the Alpha Club, so uh, Big H is listening. No more comebacks. No more comebacks, this is the final comeback. We're back for, well... I do have to go to Georgia for a month. Well, yeah. Oh, mother. Pro- no, actually, that's fine. That's fine. We, that's we fine. can we can plan around. You're, <laughs> uh, Casey's gonna fill in for you. Yeah. Okay. Let her know that. Yeah, I will. She'll, um, she'll, that's she'll actually be. hilarious. She definitely should fill in for me or for you. Yeah. So I mentioned it back in the last episode, but we're gonna kick off the summer series here next week. We have an excellent episode for you guys. It'll be yeah. a legitimate group episode that we don't just talk about. It'll probably it'll, it'll <laughs> doesn't get locked away forever. Yeah, it'll be aired. Well, we haven't done it yet. It but, should be aired. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. With the people that we got, I think it. I think it definitely will. We've they, got can, a, they can keep it in pocket. Yeah, that last one again. Sorry to keep bringing it up. It got so out of pocket so fast. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, I wasn't right there, but the I rip. listened to it. Right off the rip, I wasn't there either, and I was on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, but no, summer series is officially here. Yeah, and this is uh, this is our uh, our unexpected journey. Yeah, um, there it is. I like that summer series, an unexpected journey, an unexpected journey. Maybe that'd be a title of this one. I would like to preface the summer series by saying, and this could be our first talking point. I'm not buying the bride a fucking drink. Yep. I don't care how many times you post it on your Instagram yeah. story. I'm, and it's it's summer, so it's wedding season. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not buying her a drink. I I don't care how much money you spent on the fucking wedding. Like, yeah. your bachelorette party is not being funded by me. Yeah, I'm sorry that you chose to do it uh, in a place that you spent all your money on to go to. But, like, respectfully, no. Yeah, that's... It looks, it looks, it's a bad look. Now, I will say the only caveat to that, uh, because I love her to death and um, welcoming her to my family, I did do it for my brother's fiance. Yeah, but I, as a person scrolling through Instagram, I'm not going to click on an Instagram story and be like, and oh, be like, yeah. oh, look, a cash app, a Venmo. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's yeah. just, that's a whole new level of like down horrendous. Oh, yeah. And it is, I mean, wedding season is here in full force, everyone. I don't know if anyone has checked any social medias in the last week. There has been 20-plus oh, fucking weddings in the last week or to two weeks. Everyone decided yeah, to do everyone it. Yeah, everyone decided the, to get wedded, like, wed at the same time. <laughs> I don't like that word. Wed? Yeah, I don't like that word. Wed. Wed. Uh, can we skip this episode? It's the Great Divide. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Avatar: The Last Airbender, the most goaded TV show of all time, up with the worst episode ever. Yeah, going. Well, through. we've got that up, and I also have the. Uh, well, you couldn't get it the on hockey the, up. The, the screen. I couldn't so. get the hockey to go on there because I'm obviously. Uh, so are we Canes fans now? No, no, we're not Canes fans. Although I think, I think we're gonna be Clemson fans. We got it. We got to. You know why? And this is but why I, I want say a that. shirt that says cock on it. <laughs> no, this is why. This whole area, they're all USC fans. My, uh, so we got to be the is a Clemson fan. We got to be, yeah, but this is like predominantly, like if you look let's at it, let's like be a, Charleston Southern fans. That's probably even worse. But, um, you know what? Actually, fuck it. Let's be Coastal Carolina fans. I could totally be down we for that. We could be that. Yeah. What no, about American I, League? I think, yeah. Um, but no, Clemson, um, because well, one, it's fucking Clemson. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's easy to root for Clemson. Right. Right. But two, again, like, um, like vast majority of the people in this area are all, uh, cock fans. Big old, big old cock fans. Fans of cocks. Yes. I did not to gas you up too much. Yeah. uh, I think this is a good prelude into what you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wrote down Stevens Point. I think this was in the Dylan special, which, okay. by the way, I listened to it again. It's good, it's right? It's fucking awesome. I, I did write down here that the Dylan special needs to be talked about a lot mm. more. But your yeah. po- your point about life after college is like being told to drive a car inside the lines. Yeah, was like a really good point. Like, you want to explain that one a little bit more because you, um, you didn't really go into it much because Dylan was too busy talking about talking Dylan about Dylan things. Um, what was the direct quote again? Life after college is like being told to drive a car inside the lines. 
I'm trying to remember. I'll cir- we'll circle back it's to like that presidential quote. debate. I'm calling right, you out right. quotes here. I know. I gotta I gotta circle back to that one because um I gotta remember the exact context that we were talking about during that. Um because a lot of these things that I say are really truly off the cuff. Yeah. Uh too, because um but there was something referring to college, and I'll bring this one up now before we circle back to that. Uh but navigating a big city. Yeah. Okay. Like, what do you define as a big city? So just navigating a metropolitan area. And this, you could ask, actually say this for any airport, too. Um, at any point in uh, in the day for an airport. But in a morning in a big city is like going to class Friday morning hungover. It's kind of like ethereal. It's like, like no no one, no interaction. Like Like, no one's like... Interactions present. with strangers. Yeah. Everyone's like head down, get to what you're fucking doing. Yeah, like no you one's know? present. Right. And I have noticed that, and that's what, I just thought about the airport one too because I just literally was in an airport today. But it's the same way. Same way. Everyone's like head down, keep fucking walking. Yeah, they're focused because no, nobody wants to talk to you. Right. Like, right. and not just you specifically, but like, but yeah, I mean, everyone, is, they're doing their own thing and oh, they're just kind of driven like okay. forward. This one drove me insane. One of my biggest pet peeves. I don't really care about um, like shorts when you're like flying. That doesn't really bother me. This bothers me. Open-toed shoes mm. without socks on an airplane. Coming from a 13-hour flight with a lot of like foreign people who dressed like that, like if you think that someone can smell you, they definitely can. Yeah. And, like, there's not a lot of ways to, like, go about it, especially on a flight. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can say something, but you're going to still have to deal with it. I mean, you, you yeah, it's not going to change anything. You can't fix that. In, right, like, right. It, like, real quick. Right, right. Yeah. You're going to suffer with that throughout the entire time. Like, the, uh, the woman on the ba- on the way back from Japan fell asleep. So, we didn't have a middle seat. There was no one in between her and I. Some old Japanese lady, but... She, like, which is fine, but, like, fell asleep on the middle seat, like, laying down, like, totally, mm-hmm. like, horizontal. And, like, she was, like, laying on me a little bit, and I was just trying to watch The Departed. <laughs> but, like... Good movie. Great movie. But, like, I was, like... Personal space is, like... I don't value it that much, but, like, for 14 hours, like... Yeah, okay. I kind of valued that. Because well, I, I can barely sleep on flights. Well, so, dude, like, i tell you what sums up the world we live in now it's people like saying something about something i guess i'm gonna, I'm gonna say the word something a lot in this phrase because I'm just gonna it's, listen. it's that general saying something about something fuck i don't even remember what i was saying saying no, something no. about something but then not doing that thing no it's not not doing it it's saying something when there's no like nothing's going to change it right in that instant. Yeah, like the so smelly feet So what the hell is thing. the point to fucking say something? Like, like you can, why exert... You could have, like, you could have totally kept that to yourself. Right. Why exert that type of stress and and why why even bring it up when there's not a chance that it's going to be fixed right in that moment? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just the world we live in now. But I saw the motherfucker walking in sandals, okay? That's just gross, bro. Dude, I'm like, I don't care if you're coming home from the beach or not. Put them dogs away. Yeah, dude. I don't need that on an airplane, man. And, like, I think majority of people on flights are, like, super 
conscious about where they are mm-hmm. and stuff, but like that you get those people who just don't give a fuck. Oh man, what about the people that bring seven carry-ons on? Yeah, seven carry-ons and like or like seat all the way back or like oh, God, feet dude. across the aisle. Like I always go for an aisle seat so I can have a little bit more room, but like yeah. I'm not like well, I'll stretch my legs through the aisle every every so often. Yeah. But, like, I don't leave them out there. I stretch it because my knees lock up because I'm yeah. an old man now. Fuck, man. Once you, That's another thing. Once you graduate college, you just become old. Yeah. Um, No, but for real, no, my, my I've got a bad knee, yeah. and it does lock up from being stuck in a bent position for a long time, so yeah. I do literally have to pick it up and extend it to yeah. unlock it. So it's quite annoying, but... That's why I pick aisle seats. Just be conscious of where you are. Yeah, and like right. how much space you may or may not take up. Like, oh, dude, it's my- like it's like going Disney, man. It like going to Disney. Uh, there's always every single family. Okay, you get this wide ass fucking walkway. Okay. Yeah. And you get this person walking with their family. Mister, walk down me. I'm the walkway. <laughs> okay, and they're in front of you. Whatever. They choose to stop. Right there, yeah. right in the fucking middle of the walkway, when you could just easily stop off to the side. Yeah. Okay. People are so unaware of themselves, but they, but yet they make themselves the most aware. Does that make sense? So like, so people are loud as fuck, yeah, but yeah, have yeah, no yeah. idea. So they're that, the the like, they're they're like speak loudly and carry a even bigger stick. Um, sort of. It's more of like people, people always make a point. Like when they, when they want to say something, they make a point that everyone hears them. Yeah. Okay. But, but yet they're so unaware un- of themselves. I, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like, like you're the problem. Right. Like motherfucker. God, dude, that just unlocked a core fucking memory. Yeah. That's a new one that I've been, uh, exercise that phrase. Exercising. Um, exercising. Well, as long as you don't say be a fucking human being more than like four times. It's putting it on a shirt. We could put that on a shirt. Putting it on a shirt. Maybe, um, maybe we put the Alpha Club on a shirt first. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Someone might. Nah, nah. For, but uh, but yeah, no, that, that fucking, that killed me, man. That absolutely killed me. Is that all you wrote down in a month? No, I've got a lot more other stuff here. If do you want to talk about some of it? Just relevant stuff to like kick off the the summer series. Here. Um <laughs> well, that one's definitely not a good one that we're going to bring up. Um <laughs> Here's the one that's kind of funny and it kind of goes back to uh I think we briefly talked well, sort of. It's post-college stuff. Yeah. Um this is the transitioning episode. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Um do you think people stay this one's gonna trigger people. Oh, I know yeah. this. Right I, I know. Now. I already know what you're this about one, to say. This one's going to trigger people, and I'm not. And listen, no hate, no hate whatsoever. But truthfully, do you think that people stay in like their small towns or even their college towns, like because they want to feel important? I mean, even in Morgantown, West Virginia, we had some like college town celebrities. Right. I'm not gonna name anybody, but you know who I'm talking right, about. Right. Right. Yeah. But, like, there becomes a point where you're, like, it, it's almost pity. Yeah. You're, like, you're still here, dog. Like, yeah. Like, I know people who, like, like, a couple of my new coworkers went to schools down here. But, like, they stayed around, but like, they don't live in Charleston mm-hmm. proper anymore. Like, the one who did live in Charleston proper for the longest, he was, like, dude, I just bought a house. Like, I'm totally ready to get the fuck out of there. He's, like, I'm going to miss it. But, like, then again... 
different towns, different, totally different yeah. things. But like, people love. I mean, even if they like a super introverted person, like who says like, you know, it's you know never about me, whatever, blah blah blah. They want if they get a bunch of attention, they're never gonna be like, oh man, I'm an introvert. Yeah, like everybody loves attention to a degree. So like, if you kind of like. If you own a sandwich shop that people go to every day because it's the most convenient place to get a sandwich, like you're not going to close, right? Right. Like, yeah, that's true. That's a good. That is a great way to describe that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, if your business works, if your business model, yeah, and if your business model is hitting on eighteen year old girls and buying them drinks, then like, if it's if it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. And I, hey. I think it's a, very hard for a lot of people to detach themselves from that. Here's one for you: if it fits, it ships. That is the motto of my old, well, the motto I put in place for my old job. Well, I'm pretty sure it's the actual motto for either. Like UPS or It's either, no, I don't think it's UPS. I think it might be FedEx. If it fits, bro, it ships. Like If it fits, it ships. Everybody knows what that means. Yeah. Everyone has at least said that once in their entire life. Right, dude, because it's just like. (laughs) If if it ain't broke, don't fix it, bro. But, like, there's a point where, like, it might not be broken, but, like, it's still a little sad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like depressing and it listen situational too but it's like if you have the opportunity but you just don't do it because you want to like continue being that type of person like come on man like don't pass up an opportunity so yeah don't pass up an opportunity to stay stagnant yeah. and you know like there i mean there is no such thing as bad notoriety it's like my least favorite saying <laughs> like there there is a hundred percent a thing is notor the word notoriety is in its true context a bad thing yeah like but but i will say that you know you're talking about it yeah exactly it's true. There, i mean like I mean, if that's your goal there's guess, no such thing as bad notoriety is false but there's no such thing as bad publicity well it's also false but it's not like right right i mean i mean even even people we're, get, i mean we're sat here talking about it right like even people that get canceled people still talk about kanye well yeah but we haven't yeah like that's the thing like you know what i mean it's like it's like yeah um i mean he said some fucked up shit but yet you guys are still giving him attention so yeah. like yeah, I mean, I see it. Yeah, bad, fucking bad publicity, bad notoriety, or you can't even say bad, bad notoriety is a what's a double it's entendre. A, it's a oxymoron. No, um, Oxy- no, no, it's not an oxymoron. It's double a, entendre, right? Double double entendre. Yeah, yeah, because it's the same means the same fucking thing. But, yeah. Um. So. So yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Can you give me an example of an oxymoron? Um. They're hard to come up with on the spot, is uh, why, which is why I'm asking you. Cold as hell? Yeah, there you go. Well, biblically, hell, I don't is, know. Not, hell is not necessarily cold. So I'm not super religious. but Me neither. Or but not like, necessarily hot. But I, well, yeah. I don't want to say I'm not super religious. I just, I don't know it. I just don't know the, like, the Bible from, I don't from know. memory. I don't know it either, but. So like. I don't, I don't think many people know the Bible, like. Well, probably oh, no, there's probably. a lot of people. There's a lot of people that could quote it if we said, hey, what's on page fucking 472? They'd be like, John 2, 17. Reisner could. Oh, of course Reisner could, yeah. <laughs> He'd give you the fucking the, the paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that kind of funny? Because uh, the Bible is set up in, in the way, like, paragraphs and stuff like that, and all military doctrine is set up Well, the military same way. doctrine is made for 
it's at a fourth grade reading level. I'm pretty sure. Is that what it's? <laughs> yeah, I, it's they they don't call it Barney style for nothing. That's actually funny. I did, I never like you always assume that because when you're reading it, you're like, this is like. But then why it? do I not get it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. But well, people don't get it because they never read the full thing. That's true. You need the bigger picture here. Yeah. So like people people will read like page one out of like a seventeen page manual you manual. Skim it. And and people are like, I still don't understand it. I'm like, well, you didn't, you didn't read it. You need, the, you need the context, my guy. Yeah, like this this isn't fucking uh, freshman year uh, English class. You can't spark note the book. That, well, dude, you that's know. like speaking of books. Remember that book I was reading? And I every time you asked me what I was reading, I would say the same thing. Was the, it the Iron on, Lands by Stephen Lawhead? Uh, don't remember you telling me you were the, reading the, that one. It was I was, but um, I believe you. I just well, don't yeah. remember. So when I was in Japan, obviously I didn't have fucking cell service. Yeah, yeah. Because I told you, I asked about, like, oh, do I need, like, a Wi-Fi puck or anything? And nobody told me I did until I got there, and it was way too fucking late at that point. But I'd been reading this you book. You didn't get the, like, international plan? No, dude. I had been reading this book, though, for, like, seven months on and off. And then, yeah. like, during my lunch breaks and shit, I was just, like, I brought it. So I'm like, I'm going to read it, dude. I, it's like the, you know, you, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. The beginning of the book I hated, bro. I read 400 pages in like six days. I, I'm done with it. Like, I need to go get the other books now. Like, <laughs> I fucking flew through it. Yeah. Read a fucking book. Like, don't go outside. <laughs> Be a, a human being. Learn something. Read a fucking book. Read a book, dude. It's, I was like, people would always like, because like, people would like come up to me, like the soldiers or like my coworkers, and be like, oh, what are you reading, man? And I'm like, well. Well. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? Like, for. When you read a book, it was crazy. For a bunch start, of people like, like saw someone reading a book, and like I didn't know those things still existed. Right? Is it on TikTok? Oh. I don't even go on TikTok anymore. Not really a big TikTok I, person. Sparingly. Nowadays. Well, now, um, since all the apps now have like some sort of like short form content, short form video content, like Instagram's got Reels. Instagram reels fucking suck. No, they don't. Bro, no, the ag- the algorithm, god damn it, the algorithm has got me fucking, like, by the balls. Okay? it Every single video is hilarious. And you know this, too, because when I'm yeah, sitting you there. send me all of them. When I'm sitting there bored as fuck, and you, I will send, and like, I hear you, 10. I hear you giggling. Yeah, dude, I'll be, I'll, <laughs> yeah, now that you're down here, I'll probably, if I'll probably send you one, and you'll probably hear me laugh from across the apartment. Yeah, it's it's different. Dude, it's funny. Um, I love doing it at airports. Okay. It's because back to people are unaware, <laughs> unaware of themselves. I purposefully laugh as loud as I can. You're Fuck such a mention. fucking weirdo. Dude, it's so funny. I There was one that I listened to while I was on the plane. Okay. And I laughed, and I shit you not, from when I sat in my seat until we took off, I laughed for like, it was like 20 minutes. Over the same fucking thing. Well, the last time I think I laughed like that is, do you remember the um, the sit reps post that I sent you mm. about the dude um, with the MRI and the butt plug? <laughs> Wait, I think, yeah. It's actually probably pretty do, recent. Do you, want, do you want me to read it? Because I will. <laughs> I, I, I'll lo- I'd love to read this for everybody. Yeah. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh my god, give me a sec. I got to find it. I it, 
Would that had to have been recent, wasn't it? It was if like it's the one I'm thinking of. Recent-ish. Damn, I sent a lot. Well, how much does sit reps post? Because it was on his on the story. Oh, it might not. But then I th- but then I think he posted it. What the fuck is that? That's the ice maker. Did uh, you turn it on? Yeah. Well, I cleared out that giant. Oh, I found it. Okay. I cleared out that giant block of ice, and then I just turned it on again. Yeah. I don't know if I can make it through this. So if <laughs> if you see me start to go, do you want me to read it? No. Do you want me to read it? No. And you laugh. <laughs> if, if I if I start to go, I'm just gonna hand you the phone. Okay. So I'll yep. give the credit to Sit Reps to Steerco's on Instagram. Um, he posted this about May 12th. Uh, greatest personal injury case I've ever heard. Redacted, an estimated Valley attorney has picked up a client who is suing a sex toy company. Said client purchased a butt plug that was advertised as 100% silicon. Client wears said butt plug to an MRI appointment. Much to client's dismay, butt plug, in fact, has a metallic core. Butt plug is accelerated at the speed of sound (laughs) into client's chest cavity. Described in... Described <laughs> described in memo as anal railgun. <laughs> Client survived with major injuries. There's a picture. Oh my lord! I'm very surprised I got through that. <laughs> anal railgun. I was playing with Jerry when I read that, and I tried to read it to him, and I couldn't do it. Oh god! Yeah, oh. I do remember that. That was a while ago. Then that was like May twelfth, I believe. That's unfortunate as fuck, bro. I mean, first you of all, fucking imagine like that? take your butt plug out to go to an MRI. <laughs> Who goes to an MRI appointment with a fucking butt plug in, dude? I don't know. This world never ceases to amaze me. It really me. doesn't. That's like that's why. Like if someone would have just out of the blue been like, "Yo, did you hear about that person that had wore an anal butt plug to <laughs> quite a, fucking, a quite a day?" Well, actually, again, saying anal butt plug is another double entendre or anal railgun. Yeah. No, it was anal railgun. Right, yeah. Well, if someone told me that story, I'd be like, I believe you. Just another 100%. day in the radiology department. <laughs> Could you imagine working, being the fucking worker? How did they get it out? Like, did they go in through the chest, or did they... Because I'm sure it bored, like, a straight, like, path. Damn, bro. Or did it go, like, in, like, 556 five, and just bounce around? No, it probably went straight. It was probably, like, a straight path. Because so did they pull it out? Or did they cut it out? They probably had to cut it out. There's no way you're going fucking through that. I mean, if the hole was, like, smooth, like, if it went, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> You've been hit by. I could not imagine that. I really, I really couldn't. So I think Steve's had a moment to collect his thoughts here. We were going to revisit a point. Uh, Yeah, no, revisiting the uh, the quote I had from the, the Dylan special. The Because um, uh, I, I think I finally figured out what I, what I was talking about. Um, life after college is like being told to drive a car inside the lines. Um, And that kind of pertains to, uh, you know, everyone thinks, not everyone. When I say everyone on this podcast, I really don't mean everyone. I use it as a general statement, just as an FYI. So everyone thinks that um, you have to live your life according to some plan, Some, some like some preconceived type of framework that everyone has to live uh, because you went to college, 
you know, it's like, it's like, oh, I went to high school, graduated high school. Now you go to college. Like, it's like, that's the natural order of effect. And then like you graduate college, you get a job, you get a job, you get married, you get married, you have kids. That's the American dream. You have kids, you have, you, you have a house, you know, like it's like the steps that you have to follow. Um, that is considered the norm. Okay. And it's like, so that's what I mean. Like life after college is is just going on what is considered normal, like socially normal. So like doing anything outside of that, switching lanes, you know, accidentally um, swerving, swerving, you know, is like is viewed as not normal or incorrect, by right? Some or standards. incorrect by some standards. So like you have people that will like frown upon it or be like, oh, he's. Uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's got know, no plan. He's got no plans. He's got all this stuff, and it's like, you know, which crazy. You know what's crazy is the people that really make something for themselves and something out of their lives, and like truly, like achieve the goals and the dreams that they have always wanted are the people that don't drive inside the fucking lines. Mic drop. Yeah, well, because I think like. And I mean, there's there's a caveat to all this, like there always right. is. Oh, like, there always is, because there's always outliers. What has statistics told us? Well, at some there's point, always an outlier. At some point, you've got to fucking figure it out, right? You know, whether that's when you're 28, 25, 30, 35. Like, right? I know people in their 40s who don't have it figured out, and it's kind of sad to look at. Right, right. You know, and there's a, there's a difference. There is, I think, there is definitely a fine line. Right, you know, there, there's a difference between like stepping out of the norm to achieve something and using um, using that as an excuse for poor decisions. So, like yeah. that's that's a callback to conversation we had earlier. Yeah, you know the one thing. Like, I mean, my biggest thing, and I tell this to like my sister all the time who just graduated school. And I'm not saying she's doing this. I'm saying she's doing very well. She's doing right, a lot yeah. better than I thought. You know, a week after graduation, but. The worst thing you could do is stay stagnant. Yeah. Because when you stay stagnant, 99% of the time, you're going to freak yourself out. When you freeze, and like, I'm going to use the buzzword here, so you might have to take a drink, but when you take a tactical pause, it's different than freezing, right? Because when you freeze, you freak out. Like, that's, uh, that's a quote for me. Like, when you freeze, you freak out. Yeah. And if you freak out, you're going to just stop. A lot of people, like, what do you do if you're like, like, what's the one thing, like, there's better examples, but, like, when you're riding a jet ski, you know, which is, like, attached to you, the ripcord and everything, yeah. what do they tell you to do when something goes wrong? Pull the cord. Let go. Yeah. They, they tell you to right, let go. Cord, it's gonna, everything's going to stop. Everything's going to stop. Yeah. You know, and, like, that's the same thing, like, if you're backing up a via, like, a car, right. and you, like, feel like you just maybe tapped something, right. stop. Like, take your foot off the gas. Yeah. It's like when you're hydroplaning, take your foot off the gas. Yeah. When you're sliding in a car, take your foot off the gas. Like, well, well what's nature showed us? Like we look at the science, like it, across nature, across species. What what is a common occurrence? Self-preservation. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like when, you know, when it's all said and said and done, our natural reaction isn't to run towards the gunfire. Yeah. It's to run the other way. Yeah. So same thing with with everything else. When push comes to shove, we don't naturally our yeah. our 
like instinct is to not shove. It's to it's yeah, to, and that's you know, you know they're the the chosen few who run towards you know that that ad like adversity and a lot of people. There are some people who can, you know, literally assault through and push through and be okay. Right. But there's majority of people, and I'm not calling out anyone specifically. I'm just saying majority of people, they flight. They don't fight. They they just, you know. Right. And that's not a bad thing. It's not. Because it's self-preservation. Like, if you feel like your life's going in a direction that you cannot handle anymore, sometimes you do need to stop. Yeah. But that that stop should be filled with, like, self-reflection and, like, Reflection and then a a you know another plan and, 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 you, don't, and you don't have to in okay so you don't have to have a plan but you have to do something the OODA loop <laughs> the you have to do something and that goes back to like the like don't freeze you know take a second figure out what went wrong and do something different but keep doing it yeah. keep doing something you know and then it goes back to like. Yes, um, you know, I, it may be viewed as, so people are also afraid of failure. Yeah. You know. That's something I people understand. Run, people run from failure, which I understand because no one wants to fail. No one wants to do anything. But in like, and this is like a fucking bumper sticker, like um, failing means, you know, that you're trying. But like at the end of the day, there is some, there is some like realness to that like type of quote. And it's like. If I fail, like me personally, I failed a lot in life, okay? But the only thing it's made me do has been like, oh, I'm just not going to do that again. Yeah. I'm just going to go do this now. And if that fails, guess what? I'm going to be like, okay, I'm not going to do that now. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go do this. The you definition know? of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with like putting your head down and trying again. And you gotta be you gotta be willing to do things that you don't that you don't want to do. Well, how many you know pe- what I mean? How many people do you know, like, that you know, they want to start a business? Yeah, I'll just use this example. They want to start a business, and then what was that quote from somebody like, "You start a business and you lose ten thousand dollars." Oh yeah, so you and take then a- like, but then you realize that ten thousand dollars is not the end of the world. Yeah, and then you start another business, and then you either lose twenty thousand dollars, and then you start a business again, and you profit, and you everything goes the right way. Yeah, or like, are you going to lose another thirty thousand dollars, and then forty? Like, you got to find that point where right. you're like, maybe this isn't what I need to be doing. Right. right yeah. Now. So like, you definitely have to, um, you know, you got to, you have to do a proper risk assessment. Yeah. Okay. And this is not just. That's not just a military thing. That's like a, a general thing. We do it in cybersecurity. We do it, we do it in everything. Take and risks deliberately. So there is different types of uh, of assessing risk. So you can either accept the risk, which, yeah. you know, um, you can avoid the risk. Yeah, but when you can... Real quick before you list the, uh, the rest, when you accept the risk, you have to have a plan of action to mitigate right. that. No, no, no. So it's actually a different... It's actually... In, this is in real risk assessment. Um, it there is a different type of risk that involves mitigation, and it's actually called a mitigated risk ri- risk mitigation. So, yeah. like that is another way of of attacking risk. So, when you accept risk, that's you don't you're not changing what you're currently doing 
you're going to keep doing it knowing that that risk is there. Yeah, like so you're not mitigating it. So so what would what would be like an example like what would the classification of risk be like? You're on a flat range. Like and the deliberate risk is that there's live ammunition and people are in close proximity. It's just that's acceptance. Okay. That's, that's acceptance cuz there's nothing there's nothing that you so mitigation would be your risk mitigation there would be um safety brief yeah would be you know stuff like that that is mitigating risk so it's more of like it's like a spectrum yeah yeah so and then uh there's also risk transference is another one which is actually more common so we do it everyone 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 does does some form of risk assessment every day right No, no no but i'm saying as far as transference goes people don't realize this the Think of risk transference, it's insurance. Insurance okay. is risk. You're transferring the risk from you to somebody else. So everyone in states, some states require it by law that you have it for insurance for your car. So yeah. everyone, to a degree, does some sort of risk transference without thinking about it. I got Insurance is, is a type of transference. But, but yeah, so you have, to, you have to look at things that way. So And that's why I said that there's a line... There's a difference between, um, you know, going, swerving out of the lanes or switching lanes and, like, carelessly doing something. Like you know? sharking. Right, yeah. Which, so, for those of you who don't know, sharking is like when you see someone in a Hellcat, like, flying between lanes at, like, 110. Yeah. Call that sharking. Yeah, so, like, there, there's definitely a difference between that. So, you, you definitely have to have a plan and all that, but... You know, and you don't use your, you, you know, your situation, your whatever life situation you might be in for as an excuse for shitty behavior or shitty actions or shitty decisions. Yeah. Because that is the, uh, well, I don't know if it's definition. I honestly don't know the exact definition, but I'm going to say that is the definition of immaturity. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Um, and a mature person would not uh, act like uh, that. Like that, yeah. The, I think the hardest part about graduating college is convincing your friends to come visit you. We talked about that already. Did we? Because yeah. you, you got to like put your salesman face on and like. And yeah. Well, you have to sell. Well, because this we, is what we I, t- No, no, no. We talked about that a little bit and said we'd get into it. Yeah. That was like the end of the well, last episode. And I do remember the one thing I said about it is it's like, um, how do you convince somebody? So like when you, when you're an adult and you have way more responsibilities, you have a job. Uh, you know, you have all this other stuff that you have to pay for, but you also now have very limited free time and you have very limited vacation time. And especially to someone that lives, uh, that doesn't live close to their family or may not even live close to their significant other. Who knows? You know, what situations depend. How do you convince them to spend that limited free time they have with you and not their you know their family and their friends and stuff like that so like you're spending like pto dude which i think is like i hate the system of pto in general it's like how do you it that's like it's spending money yeah that is you're spending some form of currency by using pto uh, and it's like how do you convince someone to um and then you get people it's like the buyer's remorse you know it's like yeah like well you know what's crazy like leave in the army yeah. is not a privilege. No, it's a it's right. Not. It's a right. Like, yeah, like you you see it all the time. People get leave taken away from them. Yeah, there is a time and a place for stuff like that. Like, let's say, like, cause someone someone brought that up to me, just like curiously asking, and I was like, 
Well, you know, like if you're overseas and, you know, you got to go out on like a mission, you're not going to be like, oh, well, I have leave to burn. Yeah. You know, you but can't like do that there. when you're like in garrison, like that's not like you can't technically I forget the, the AR, but like you can't have your leave taken away from you. No. And it's like the same with PTO. It's like, oh, hey, like, I mean, it's same at work. Like, hey, I've got a, a week long trip with a family planned. And they're like, if it's like most bosses would be like, oh, like, well, you guys have already obviously like yeah. pre-planned this, like blah, blah, blah. But like most people aren't going to be like, oh, well, we're going to be super swamped that day. But mm-hmm. like if you're like, hey, I got to take leave tomorrow, like technically like your your leave is is it's a right that you have right. by being in, employed. I think it is poor management from a company to and I think this is a poor excuse because I, I would chop it up to poor management from them to have to solely rely on you. Yeah. Um to to get the job done. You know, it's like it's like, oh well, who's gonna do this while you're gone? It's like that's not my problem. Yeah. That's your problem. Like, yes, it sucks and like most people feel bad and that's why they don't take it. That's yeah. why they don't take their vacation time and all that stuff because people, most people feel bad for their, which is a natural human reaction. Yeah. Um, well, cause I, I didn't take a lunch today at work and they were like, bro, you got to take a lunch. Like you earn a lunch. Like you don't right. like, yeah. Well, like, it's also required by it's law. Like, it's like you, like, yeah, you like, I understand that you like, you didn't feel the need to take a lunch, but like you got to take a lunch. Like yeah. it's not that important. Right. right. Like, right. So like, we're not going to be losing an egregious amount of money because you just, you took a lunch. Right. You know, and that always that always made me so mad when people are like, oh, I, I can't take vacation because, uh, you know. They really need me. No, they don't. You know, it's like, well, no, I, it, they probably really do. And that is not your fault. That is poor management and poor planning. It's like that's con- that is contingency planning at its at its core. Yeah. That's it's like that's what true. happens. You know what I mean? It's like what happens if you can't be there not not that you don't want to be there what happens when you can't yeah like what happens to the company exactly it's like do they fall apart right so like you know you just don't know what happened life is fucking life is crazy you know so like, again i i don't think i think that that excuse is pure bullshit because yeah. that is not my problem and you should have planned your, you should have ran your business, your company, your what your agency, whatever it may be. You should have planned it better and planned a contingency for when somebody isn't going to be there. Because if you're not doing that on an active basis, uh, then and we, you know, you got to do it in the military too. What happens when a soldier? Uh, military is a big one for planning like that personnel contingencies. Because guess what? What is the what is the sole purpose of a military? Well, which one? Like the army. Well, what is the sole what is the sole purpose in conceptionally of a of a military in general across history? To defend. Well, it's to fight and win, right? Fight well, the army is to fight and win the nation's land battles. Right. Okay, but I'm saying at at its core, what is the point of having having a military? So we're still America. Right. But you're okay, you're dancing around my point here. My point is you don't have a you don't have a military like like a military isn't going to sit there and crunch fucking numbers all day. Well, they, they a, do. a military is not one person. It's not a right. I, I know, but I'm yeah. saying that like every every person Just say it, Stephen. Okay. It's the fucking fight and win, okay? Yeah. So guess what? That involves being in combat, 
Yeah. Okay. What happens when someone dies? Well, like, yeah, you have a contingency plan for that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Real world. Okay. Like civilian life. What happens when someone's sick? Someone gets a an illness that uh, inhibits them from, from coming to work. Did you plan for that? That's true. What happens when, again, life's crazy. One of the most dangerous things that we do on a daily basis is get behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. What happens when someone gets in a car wreck? Okay. That person, listen, I'm going to be morbid here. That person uh, dies in a car accident on their way to work. Do you have a contingency plan for that? Or like it's the company. It's like, so apart. So why is it a, you know, it's not my fault why is it that I can't take my, yeah. that I can't take my hard earned vacation time yeah. to go spend it with my family or friends Yeah. because you didn't plan properly for when I'm not there. I would kind of equate it to like. Mic drop again. Like, That's two mic drops in one episode, fellas. I would kind of uh, equate it to like, Lady fellas. like personal finances. Like, you know, you, you, you make enough money so you can pay all your bills, right? Yeah. But like. What if you get? What if your engine falls out of your car? Like you got to have some money to like, right? You know, and have in case of emergencies, right? So like, do I want to spend six hundred dollars on a new set of tires? No, yeah. But like, I've planned for that just in case, right? And and like R- rainy day fund, if you and will. like some people are like, oh well, how you like? I use it as motivation so that I don't like. uh um, so that I achieve my goal. Like, I don't have a backup plan because this is yeah, the, like, the only I, like, plan. It's like, like, I get that. That's my, good. My monthly finances are $4,800.07 a month, so I make $4,800.07 a month. Like, who, burn the ships. Burn the ships. Like, <laughs> who's you know going to carry mean? the boats? You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> Burn the ships. You know, that is actually the second time in the last three days that someone has brought up the phrase burn the ships to or me. Or burn the boats, yeah. But uh, that I think that's really funny. And if I don't make enough money, I can't eat. Yeah, it's like, so, but yeah, so there's a, that works, that mindset, like, works. Sometimes. To a degree. There has to come a point where you can't do that anymore. That is no way to live your entire life. Yeah, like, I'm no stranger to like scraping by and i'm not saying like financially like especially with time management you gotta do what you gotta do well like especially like i think my big like when i'm talking about scraping by like my biggest thing i've ever scraped by on was like time management (laughs) like if i miss a meal oops like i'm not getting those calories back like i'm just gonna continue to go on hungry (laughs) <laughs> like I missed breakfast today and I missed lunch today. So you know what I did? I fucking put like 600,000 calories of pasta <laughs> inside of me. Like, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that's the one thing you're supposed to not do. Yeah. You're not supposed to do a lot of things like, but I do those anyway. Well, yeah, everyone does. Um, I'd like stop using. I don't know. I was going to say something about, I was going to say another thing about the uh, excuses. When do you think you should like officially, what, what do you, when do you think you should officially grow up? And like, what does that mean? To you? <laughs> Growing up is, um, so if you look at it objectively, I think growing up is just taking responsibility for your own actions. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. So I don't necessarily think it has to do with what you're doing in your life. Like some people would probably say like grow up and be, um, you know, like for example, stop going out with your friends, you know, start start working on a craft, do all this stuff. It's like, yeah, I guess you could say that's growing up, but 
But real growing up is just taking responsibility for your actions. So, like, like you, if you you can go out five days a week, right? If you want, right? Exactly, and so you like, can still be an adult. I'm not saying do that, right? I'm saying, but you take responsibility for it. So, like, when you go out, you know, you still, you know, you don't call off work the next day. If yeah. you're going to go out five days a week, you just don't call off work. That's yeah, that you, is you, taking you, responsibility. You still show up and that's, you do what you're assigned to do, right. and you fucking live with it. That's, if you're hungover as fuck at work, like my manager told me the other day, he's like, right, like you made that decision. Yeah, he's like, I'm hungover as live fuck, with bro. Like, you know, I went out to midget wrestling last night and I'm fucking rocked, but like I'm here. Yeah, yeah, you know that that I think is is growing up, and I think that uh, to be honest, you can do that. Um, I don't know if there's a. a I think you need to do that once you're out of school. Yeah, and I, the only reason I say that is because school in general, whether that's high school or that's college, is such a weird time in your life where, yes, you have responsibilities and, yes, you have to take responsibility of your own actions, but you can still – you still have the ability to continually, continually mess up without any real consequences. Majority of problems – like majority of errors can be fixed. Yeah. But once you're out of that school world, you're in, you know, you're in your career, you're working, you're working, uh, whether that be, you know, even like military too is like, uh, is one thing, but like, you know, you're working towards, uh, advancing your career and stuff. That's a different because you can't really, you can't mess up, like you would mess up in college without some serious consequences. Now, yeah, and that's where it's like you got to take responsibility. Like you, you, of that can't get, you can't get fired from Econ Two Hundred, right? Right, and you know what I mean. So, like, so I think that it post college. I think outside of school. Yeah, I think growing up is mastering the ability to say no. And so I'm going to use the bar example again. Yeah. But I'm gonna but, but then I'm gonna discipline. but then I'm gonna go a step further. So like I will be the first to tell you, and I'm not like a huge going outer, but like I, you're allowed to go out on Friday. You're allowed to go out on Saturday. You're allowed to go out on Thursday if you want, when you're an adult. Yeah, you can do but whatever you want. If your friends, even if it's your coworkers who are working the same job and same shift as you, or like, you know, nine to five. Yeah. They could if they're all going out, like, in one day, you're like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, tonight I got some laundry to do. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to say no. And I think being able to bring yourself to say, because everybody has FOMO. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, for sure. So, like, the ability, like, bringing yourself to be able to say no. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to skip tonight. Like, yeah. that is, like, when you truly, like, grow up. Where you're like, hey, you know, it's Monday night, you know, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the playoffs tonight. They're gonna yeah. run till eleven thirty at night. <laughs> Did you watch the game the other day? Which one? The the game one of the no, Florida Hurricanes. It went till two thirty yeah, in the but morning. I couldn't get it on here. Um, I, I a tried computer. There. Get on your computer. Um, but I was like, you know, it's like I'm gonna watch the game tonight, but I'm gonna make sure I'm up. Yeah, you know, or like, you know, what, maybe I'm well, gonna skip tonight and I'm gonna watch the highlights in the morning. Well, would you say that? And I think this is maybe a hot take. But I think um, discipline and taking responsibility of your own actions is the same thing. Um, but wouldn't you say that that is taking responsibility 
of your own actions. Yeah, and I could I was even going to bring that back to like the risk assessment. Like risk. This game might run till 2:30 in the morning. I'm accepting that fact. But cuz I know I still have to be at work in the morning. Yeah, uh -huh, 100%. Like, yeah. Like like if you if you it's the same thing with like just like going out. Like I go out on a Thursday. Like motherfucker, I got uh, beer league kickball. Yeah. You know, I still work Friday. Yeah. You know, but I know that there's a possibility that we might go grab more drinks after the game, you yeah. know, because that's, you know, well, we get free pitchers of beer yeah. <laughs> at the bar uh, Thursday nights after the game. But, like, I'm still going to go to work next day. But I know in my head when I go to that game that, oh, there is a possibility that I'm going to be out later than I want. Or later than yeah. I, later than I, not want, later than I anticipate. Or, like, I'm golfing. And I'm playing 18 holes, which could take five hours. And I'm going to have a beer at every other hole. Like, <laughs> I still got to drive home. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like golfing and drinking are like fucking cupcakes and sprinkles. But, like, you know, you're going to have to go to work. You're going to have to drive your car home. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> does that make sense? Cupcakes and sprinkles? You know, it made sense. It made sense. You, but you can't have a cupcake without sprinkles. And I'm not a huge fan of cupcakes. Yeah, but I I think people would would a lot of people. I think that is our age showing. What? What the drinking in golf? <laughs> you can't dude, you can't I can't be focused on one thing for like if it's super nice out and like you're going to ask me to go do an outdoor activity for 5 hours, like I'm going to drink. Yeah. And well, I think like I took a sip of Michelob and I like on Saturday when I golfed I took like a sick sip of Michelob and I hit a fucking laser beam. <laughs> like Death Star to Andor. You know what um has lived in my mind rent free every time or ever since I, I heard it? Someone said that uh uh men use golf uh as an excuse to, to go on walks to, with other men or something like that. Kinda. And I was like, motherfucker. They got us figured Dude, out. You know, they what? got us they I got went, us. I played eighteen holes on Saturday. And then I woke up on Sunday, and I was like, I want to golf again. So I went to the driving range, and I'm like, am I going to be golfing, like, every weekend? Like, is that something I'm about to do? No, it always seems like that after you go, like, that's fair. one time. Um, but truth be told, like, yes, golfing's a lot of fun, but... I suck at it, so, like... And the I'm one guy I was golfing with, like, this was super backhanded, but he was like, I think you could really benefit from lessons because you have a very good foundation. I'm like, you could just tell me I suck. Yeah. I've never taken lessons. I don't really. intend on it because I'm very okay with being terrible at golf for the yeah, rest of my care, life, yeah. but still playing it as much as I want to. Right, yeah, no, for sure. Every time I golf from now until my demise, I'm going to say... You know, if I just hit the range, like, maybe one more time a week and, like, really focused on yeah. what I was doing and, like, didn't just go smack 100 balls, like, took my time in between yeah. and thought about it, I'd be a great golfer. But you know what I'm not going to do? Do that. That. Yeah, because why? You like, give me a bucket of 100 balls and 98 of them are going off my driver and they're all going to be shanked. It's like the people that go to, uh, like, pick up sports, like, in, like, as adults and they they... Get like, and I get it. People are competitive, but like, they get like super pissed off at the game and all that. And they're like, and it's always the type of person that's like, "Oh, I would have went D one." Like that person, no, you, no, you wouldn't have. Like, and I feel like, yes, golf's fun and all, but 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my time trying to get super good at it. I'm not paying another grown man to teach to me, teach to, me swing how to fucking a swing a club. Yeah, it's like just fucking do it. Just man. suck at golf like the rest of us. Just fucking do it, dude. I promise you, ninety percent of the people out on that course are terrible at golf. It's man. a very hard sport. Yeah, it really is. Like. Yeah, there's no, nothing wrong sure. with practicing something because you want to be good at it. But like, I can. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's, I'm not training, you. dude. I'm not training. This isn't fucking preseason. Like yeah, I'm like, gonna go into the fucking the tour. Like I'm I not, can man. guarantee you that if you spent your time, money, and energy on getting better at something that isn't golf, your results will shock you. Yeah, dude. It's literally like anything. It's like. Yeah, I don't know, you're man. Not, you're never going to be good at golf. Just, like, pick up, like, woodworking <laughs> or something. Oh, man. That's, like, yeah. Well, we have gone. I think we're at, like, 55 minutes with yeah. a 10-minute break. Yeah, we're we're a little bit. We did go on a bit of a tangent, but, like, like so this is horrible for me to say, but, like, H was right. Like, we need to stop having comebacks, but that's just being an adult. And being, you know, understanding our situation. But... Well, we started this, and we started really picking up traction right when we were about to not be... Right right when major life things were happening. Yeah, like... So, like, it is kind of our fault, so, but it's also not our fault at the same time. I guess you can consider this a deliberate risk. But the episode, I believe it was... You know, I'm going to check. Um, but one of my favorite episodes... For like, I feel like we talked about like legitimate, and honestly, the last episode we did before I left for Japan was very entertaining. The we're almost back <laughs> was one of my favorite episodes to listen to. Um, but I'm gonna get you the guys the episode number here real quick. Yeah, but I, I do want to start hit. hit I do want to start uh, start wrapping this one up though. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we have we have talked about so many different things, and I kind of feel bad. But we just been throwing it at you. But episode it's been a month. I I was I was right. So episode I should have just went with my gut. Episode thirteen, applications and alcohol. This is episode nineteen. That was months ago, and Stephen and I were very much of the mindset that within like two to three weeks we would be where we are right now. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not. But we're not. No, and and what is that? That what we did that one in. December or January? Because uh, that, so when that episode, I'm glad. You said 13? January 6th. Oh. It's sh- fucking May, dog. It's the end of May, too. It's the end of May. Yeah, we're here. so we, Stephen and I thought our life was going in a very different, similar but different direction. We thought it would be moving faster. Faster, a lot quicker. It and did. I did. Listen, You're, my you, turnaround you, was fast. But it, to be fair, that was the the other interview with the Red Company. Yeah. I had that interview the next day. True, true. That didn't go the way I thought it did. Right, right. But you were a couple months, so that was like the stage I was in. We were still playing Overwatch around that time. Yeah. Like, that's how long ago that was. That was uh, that was the stage that I was in back in like... Like, like September, September yeah. October. And, you know, and I didn't end up moving until January. Yeah. So, like... So it, same, same. Yeah, so we were kind of, so we were on the same track, and it took us about the same amount of time individually. We just didn't do it at the same time. Yeah. But but we're here now, and this is um, this is good. But, but yeah, no, I do feel bad because we, we kind of, we talked about like Brain 10, 10 gonna, different things. We're going to have in the future, now that Steven and I can actually sit down and have a conversation that isn't over the phone, 
Um, yeah, right. We're gonna have a lot more structure. Well, it's not. It's not just about structure. It's just like, and it goes back to the the uh, the comeback thing. It's like we've. It's been a month since we've sat down and had a conversation together. Yeah. So a lot happened in the month. Yeah. A lot happened in a week. You know. So yeah. Um, this was just kind of a dump on everything that we didn't get to talk about in the last month. So, you know, 10 different topics, but... One day, Stephen and I will stop using the podcast as a way to just catch up. <laughs> right, for real, for real. Which, it, it's it, it's been that way for probably the last, like, what, three or four episodes? Probably since, like, March. Mm, I think even earlier than that, because... Yeah, you were gone, and... The last was... So, before... The last episode that we recorded... Like le- no shit, legit. Before you left, because it was the day before you left, was the yeah. Maverick special, right? That is the last one that was, and that was when we had hit our stride. That was right when we were actually like going pretty strong. Like everything was flowing very well, and, and you know things still flow well. But but we, the last episode that was released, so episode eighteen, the we're almost back. That was like three months worth of catching up. Yeah, and that was like <laughs> three months after the Maverick special, right? So. So this is the last big gap that we're going to have, at least as the Alpha Club releasing. I know, John, you're going you're gonna to be on, be gone for a couple weeks. But we can work around that. Um, but but I'll just, we're going to continue with the same schedule as planned. Uh, again, I'm, I'm going to have Casey fill in. Yeah, that's fine. Now that we're together, I, I can promise you short-form content. Yeah, and video. Yeah, like... I think video is our next big next big thing. Um, I'd love to run interviews. I like talking to people. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, yeah. No, we'll, we'll get to that. And we're still rambling on, even though we're trying to wrap it yeah. up. Yeah, all right. Cut, cut me off. Cut you're, me off. You're cut. Walk us out. I'm walking us out. Okay. Um, well, it's been a blast uh, catching up with you, John. And um, everyone, just stay... Stay active. Stay looking at uh, all the stuff that we're posting. We're going to be putting out content um, uh, on a regular schedule. We'll get that schedule posted. You can find us uh, at the Alpha Club podcast. Is it at the Alpha Club? Alpha at, Club? Well, it's the at is the Alpha Club podcast. Okay, the Alpha Club podcast on Instagram. Um, and in there, there's a link tree. Uh, if you click on that link tree, you can uh, even find our Discord. Uh, we've got a little bit of community going in Discord. Uh, we can, you know, interact with the community through that uh, pretty easily. But also, um, it'll have links to our episodes um, and the whole nine yards there. So just stay stay on the lookout for all that. Uh, if you see me playing Ronald Reagan Sex Simulator, just <laughs> I, I sometimes I get lazy and forget to put myself on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Jesus! All right. Well, I wish I wish I didn't hear that. <laughs> Um, anyways, as always, from John and Steven, this is the Alpha Club Podcast. Good night, everybody.